Hello and welcome to Cutting the Bull in the Post-Shoot Apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. Today we're going to talk about Giants. Not the New York Giants. If you type into Google Giants, that's the first one you end up with. And there's no giant pornography. Although there is some fucking... But not pornography. That would be really hard to make. It would. You'd have to really zoom out. <laughs> get everyone in shot. Let's start by thanking some new and returning listeners and then we'll crack on with today's subject. So let's have a look. Who shall we pick out the list? Summerside in Canada. Telford, Jai Kingdom, our hometown. Harleysville, uh, PA, Pennsylvania. Yep. Dexter in Missouri. Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Bien Hoare in Vietnam. Frankfurt, Germany. Brussels, Belgium. Marseille in France. Uh, Cumming in Georgia. Every <laughs> 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 time it makes me laugh. Chula Vista, California. Seattle, Washington. Gadsden uh, is Alabama. Yeah. Oshawa in Canada. Indianapolis, Indiana. Liverpool in the United Kingdom. Underhill in what the fuck's VT? Vermont. Oh, that's a new one. I was in Vermont no. before. Is that where Burn is? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, maybe maybe it's Bernie. No, he's in Burlington. Yeah. Hang on, his name's Bernie Sanders and he lives in Burlington. Burlington. Oh, <laughs> Burnie. <yeah. laughs> they named the town after him. <laughs> so, there seems to be a lot of fire related things going with him. It was concerning for a moment. I was feeling the burn for a bit, though. Yeah, well, Back carpet. in 2016, I was. Well, if you just keep masturbating on the carpet to Bernie Sanders, <laughs> that will happen. Ashburn, Virginia, Madrid, Spain, and Guadalajara, Spain, top. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, yeah. cheers. Tell a friend, tell several friends, or just cry alone listening to us. <laughs> Tears of laughter. Let's hope so. Mm. <laughs> Let's start with Giants, and I took this from the Jehovah's Witness website, because they're always fucking trying to fuddle stuff on you, aren't they? Twats, knocking the door. They do. They say that the Giants were, in fact, Nephilim, and they were violent superhumans, they were the violent superhuman offspring produced from wicked angels mated with human women in the days of Noah, which sounds perfectly sane to me. <laughs> so he's got so he's got his, his wooden ship, and then there's giants over here. Yeah, the the ark and and Noah's little floating menagerie was a result, direct result of the Nephilim turning up, having sex with with human women, and creating these giant violent superheroes. Whoa. Yeah, the Bible account says that the sons of the true God, I presume that's the one that everyone's worshipping at the time, because mm-hmm. it could have been Jupiter a while before that, began to notice the daughters of men were beautiful. Those sons of God were actually spirit creatures who rebelled against God when they forsook their own proper dwelling place in heaven, materialised human bodies and began taking wives as all they chose. So they got themselves a nice shiny human suit, mm-hmm. popped down. Hey, these women are all right, aren't they? Oh. Yeah. Give, was, it, give it seven years. They all wanted to get back, I tell you. <laughs> fucking nagging. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this website goes. That's why I bought it out mainly. I, I used it. It's like some misconceptions about the Nephilim, because obviously they were fucking real. You know, Angel was just popping. It, it does not occur to them that Zeus was doing exactly the same thing a long time before anyone even thought about this fucking book. Zeus was always popping down and having sex with fucking human women. It's what he did. It was his thing. Isn't there some god called Mythandra or something? Mithras. Mithras, that's it. 
and it's virtually the same as Jesus. If you look at it. Alright. Yeah, he dies, boy, he okay, comes back three days later. Grew um, to be a healer and a teacher. Yeah. Had a little menagerie of guys. Yeah, it's just stories that are passed down, aren't they? And then people have adopted it for their own purposes. The real miracle about Jesus is that he was a 33-year-old man who still had 12 friends he saw regularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the real miracle of the story. Well, 13 friends, apart from Judas. I mean, yeah. So Judas, he was... Yeah, yeah 13 friends for a bit. <laughs> So the misconception about the Nephilim is they're still alive. Now, fact, this is a fact from the Jehovah's Witnesses, say that Jehovah caused a global flood to destroy that violent ancient world. What a loving God. I can't believe they believe any of this. I can't. It's hilarious. It is. It's out of this world. I mean, I'll never knock anyone's right to believe anything, but the fact is, if you do believe this, you've got to think, you know, your IQ is not that fucking high. Yeah. Well done, you've just insulted a billion people. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> and and, but then there's religious people, extremely religious people, who are a lot more intelligent than me. They're brain surgeons, they're doctors, not so many scientists, but there's a few of them knocking around. And you think, well, uh, it's still not for me. I'm going to behave myself because some mythical sky daddy's reaching out from 2,000 years ago and telling me not to behave or I'll slap my bottom after I die. Mm-hmm. Nah. Well, I for some people that. it brings them comfort, doesn't it? And it... it it gives them purpose in life or whatever. Well, that's fair enough, man. It's, everyone's their own, that's what I say. No, nope, I won't be happy until <laughs> the last stone for the last church falls on the last priest, Mike. Mm. Right, so there's our little introduction to the Nephilim. I'm not going to go into Bible verse. Good. Yeah, I know it's Sunday and everything, but <laughs> I didn't bring my robe. Now, giants, we're going to get into this. They do span across... Like every culture. I mean, the Christians have obviously appropriated them saying that they were Nephilim and yeah. half Nephilim. But they do go, like, everywhere. Well, the word comes from ancient Greek. Yeah. Gigas, or beings of human-like appearance. It's it's impressive. I like it. But let's go down to... Um, the, we'll start with the Basque giants so from Spain, because we have some Spanish listers. Mm-hmm. Wow. The giants there are rough but generally righteous creatures of formidable strength living in the hills of the Basque country. They stand for the Basque people reluctant to convert to Christianity who decide to stick to the old lifestyle and customs in the forest. I like that. Huh. All them Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on your door on a Sunday. Fucking boom, giant stands up from behind the house. <laughs> what are you doing? Fuck off. Hmm. I love it. I don't think any mythology collection is right without not including talking about the Greeks. Yeah. Yeah. So in Greek mythology, you had the Gigantes, who were the children of Uranus, and Gaia, who were the spirits of the sky and the air. So they're the old Titans, yeah. and they basically get them to attack Mount Olympus to try and usurp Zeus and his uh, crew. Mm-hmm. And obviously they, they lose. Well, they, yeah. Because you had the Titans themselves, who were kind of giants. And, let's face it, you have the Cyclops, the most famous of Greek giants... My big Z. Well, they were fucking huge, weren't they? Cyclopses, you've seen the old films. Yeah. That's a documentary. The claymation and that. That one-stop animation is still my favourite. Mm. That is Ace. Yeah. Ray Harryhausen. That's it, yeah. He was brilliant. Yeah. So we went into the Norse. Now, in North mythology, the Jotun are often opposed to the gods again. Seeing a theme in mm. all of them. 
While often translated as giants, most are described as being roughly human size, although some are portrayed as shoes like the Frost Giants. They are the origin of most various monsters in North mythology, and the eventual battle of Ragnarok, the giants will storm Asgard and fight the gods until the earth is destroyed. It wasn't just frost giants, it was fire giants and mountain giants as well. Even better. Mm. And they get trolls. I like it. Mm. Personally. It sounds very Lord of the Ringsy, doesn't it? Yeah, I love all that Baldur's Gate stuff. <laughs> you fight them sort of giant things in that. Yeah. I don't know. I like the Norse mythology. I do like that. I don't like how they always depict like giants being quite dumb. Hey, see, that's that's an English thing. Right. It's going to get onto that. In in a lot of cultures, the giants actually been fairly clever. Yeah. Or at least of sort of average intelligence. But in English British mythology, our giants are dumb. Yeah, it's they're big... they're all brawn, aren't they? Over you know over brains, aren't yeah. they? The Bulgarian giants. Oh, they're fun. Giants called Ispolini inhabited the earth before modern humans. They lived in the mountains. Fed on raw meat and often fought against dragons. Ooh. But they're afraid of blackberries. Mm-hmm. Afraid of blackberries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pose a danger of making the giants trip over and die. Mm-hmm. So blackberries became sacred because people were offering sacrifices to the blackberries to, mm-hmm. to kill the giants if they came down. Mm-hmm. That's great. I do like a bit of folklore. Yeah. Do the English ones? English? Yeah. So tales of uh, combats with giants are a common feature in the folklore of Wales, Scotland and Ireland. Celtic giants also figure in Breton and Arthurian romances. And we'll get on to King Arthur shortly because he may have been a giant. We don't know. Really? Yeah. Well, he didn't exist, did he? Let's face it. He was a composition of characters, wasn't he? Yeah. And perhaps as a result of the Nordic and Slavic mythology that arrived on the boats of invaders, they spread into heroic tales uh, in other cultures as well, uh, such as Torquato, Tasso, Luca Vigo, Aristo, and, and, uh, yeah, and others. The small Scottish village of Kinloch Rannoch, a local myth to this effect, concerns a local hill that apparently resembles the head, shoulders, and torso of a man, and therefore has been termed the Sleeping Giant. So you get this... Affects the land as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. The Sir and Abyss Giant, which is that massive due to the massive erection they painted on the side of the, of the film. <laughs> Down in Cornwall. Now, many giants in, in the English folklore are noted for their stupidity. This is the local tale of a giant. Uh, a giant who had quarrelled with the mayor of Shrewsbury. I don't know what about. <laughs> and they'd had a bit of a row. He went to bury the city with dirt. However, he met a shoemaker carrying shoes to repair. And the shoemaker convinced the giant they had worn out all the shoes coming from Shrewsbury, and so it was too far to travel. So he dropped his shovel of earth that he was carrying, and he created a famous hill called the Reekin. Right. Yep. We've all been up there, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Lovely views. But yes, that's how the Reekin came to be. Okay. In mythology. You've never heard that before, haven't you? Haven't you? Another version of that is that the giant was going to block up the River Severn with the big shovel and therefore make everyone die of thirst in Shrewsbury. But then this cobbler tricked him. Uh. He's like, I'm not walking that far, fuck that. It would either make him die of thirst or if he blocked it up, it would go to the floodplains and flood them all, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I guess so. Or he was just going to bury the city in dirt, whatever's good. Right. Would you like to take one of these? Yep. Yeah. Who's who of giants? 
Who's who? It's like it's who's who. And this week we look at giants. Atlas. Yeah. He was one of the titans in Greek mythology. After Titans lost a battle with the god Zeus, Atlas's punishment was to carry the earth on his shoulders for eternity. What a bitch. Mm. It's like, oh, God. Oh, me. Oh, Zeus. Oh. This is shit. For eternity? It's a bit, a bit harsh, isn't it? Not even no chance of parole. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I've got Paul Bunyan. Is that all? Paul yeah. Bunyan? Yeah, but uh, you know, any reason why I know this is from The Simpsons. Yes. Oh, I don't recall. An American folk hero was a giant of the North Woods. He was taller than the trees, and when his footprint filled with water, they created 10,000 lakes of Minnesota. Oh. Big Paul. Didn't he have a massive cab as well? Good Bloom. His ox. Yeah. Just one. Big, just the one, just one massive, one, one massive cow. Uh, that was in The Simpsons, wasn't it? I don't yeah. know if that's, that's a true... Yeah, well... What about Goliath from the Bible? Yeah. Maybe one of the Nephilim who survived, who knows? Or maybe just he was a really tall dude compared to everyone else. I think there's a bit of that going on with with, with all these, um, you know, sightings and mythologies, isn't there? Yeah. I think what you got to look at is Native American Indians. Mm-hmm. They were all about six foot. Yeah. And then you've got these like, malnourished, disease-riggen Westerners turning up on their shores who are all 5'5 five, five to 5'7. Five, they kind of seem like fucking giants, Giant, aren't they? Yeah. And there's a lot of myths with the Native Americans, which we'll get into shortly. But yeah, they, they've apparently this is where all the skeletons are found. Mm. Most compelling evidence for it until the Smithsonian takes it away and destroys it. Uh. <laughs> and trust the Smithsonian, guys. Mm. The Yeti. Put him in the crew, can't we? Yeah. Yeah, in the wild man of China, Sasquatch. I guess they are giants, so I'd prefer to think of them more as cryptids. What class is a giant, then? Whoa. I think they've got to be at least twice the height of an average human being to be a giant. That's 12 feet. No, I'd say anything over 8 feet was a giant, wouldn't it? 8. I'd go 8 to 12. I just think over 12. I think because after 12, things have become really problematic biologically. Yeah. I think it's possible. Because there was a guy who was eight feet tall. He was the tallest man who ever lived, over eight feet tall. He had to have braces in his legs, on his legs, to keep him upright. He couldn't walk without them. He was so tall. Mm-hmm. But because his pain receptors didn't go all the way down his legs, one of these braces, like, stuck into his leg. He didn't feel it. He died of infection. Oh, fuck. Oh. You know, there's blood clot problems, the bone density. The think, heart's got to work a lot harder. The heart's got to be blood. bigger, stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything over 10 feet human size. That's the Gigantopolithecus. Yeah, that giant ape. And there was yeah. a giant sloth as well, which is about sort of 15 foot tall. Yeah. But the gravity was lower back then as well. It, was, it would have been on four feet as well. It was on four feet. Gravity wasn't lower. I thought, no, 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 you're all right. It's okay. It was a bit. It was more oxygen. It was a more highly yeah. oxygen-rich environment because yeah. that's it. <laughs> Not gravity. Gravity was lower back then. Everything <laughs> like, just went floating around. Yeah, that's why you could have fifteen feet tall sloths. Yeah. Just floating around, just being really lazy in the air. That's why I had mosquitoes the size of your head. Mm-hmm. Literally, could drain your entire body in one 
Uh, it reminds me of that Land of the Lost. It's not a great film, but there is a funny moment in it where he's singing a song, isn't he? Yeah. He's got a giant mosquito <laughs> sucking on his blood. <laughs> Feeling a bit woozy. <laughs> Pale white. We got man eating ogres. There's always that's the popular one, isn't it? You know, Jack and the Beanstalk as well. I've always yeah. fucking hated that tale. Jack was just a home invader. <laughs> yeah. You know what the giant done? <laughs> what had the giant done to Jack? Where does the giant eat all these other little humans? Because, you know, that's what he likes to eat, isn't it? Oh, that's an ogre. That's a man-eating giant, apparently. Right. I think the giant and Jack and the Beanstalk did eat people. Did he? I thought that was the whole point. He wanted to catch Jack. Could have been, yeah. When you think about it, we're not, just, not much of a snack, though, are we? Depends how big the giant is, isn't it? I guess so. Well, in Jack and the Beanstalk, like, you know, he's huge, isn't he? Yeah, but Jack was a home invader, man. What did what the giant yeah. done? He, he could have took some coins or just a couple of eggs, couldn't he? He had to take the whole goose. Greed? Greed. It's based on greed, that story. Jack and the Beanstalk is just a metaphor for vulture capitalism. Uh, sort of robbing the rich. It's, it's a bit Robin Hood as well, because his, his mum's all poor as well, isn't it? Yeah, but he was a bit dim, so he just turned to a life of crime by robbing this giant. Yeah, I swapped, my, I swapped the horse for some beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently Jack Frost is a giant. I wasn't aware of that. No. He's classed as one. If you see him depicted in pictures, he's usually like quite tall and spiky, isn't he? Jack, I guess Jack so. Jack Frost, yeah. I guess he is. Oh well, it's another giant I can't take in a fight, just Goliath left. <laughs> you want giantesses, Claire? Most giant wives are depicted as stay-at-homes who spend their time making bread out of ground-up human bones. <laughs> Beffrey, a French uh, giantess, carried off young girls who didn't want to spin thread into cloth. But then Grendel's mother, in the story Beowulf... Yeah was an ogress who could uh, sneak up on sleeping warriors and eat 15 of them at a time. <laughs> um, yeah. She was killed by the hero, Beowulf, who used a magic sword of the giants to slay her. Cool, 15! If anyone, if anyone could do it, Beowulf could. She gobbled up 15? That's if she wanted to, yeah. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you can really not. I like the Beowulf one best so far. That's pretty fun. Good film, that is. Is it? I quite enjoyed it. The animated one. Yeah. Yeah. I had to study at school, I did the poem. Mm. I had to do that. And so you're all about killing the dragon, though. Yeah, it's a cool poem to. To be fair, to study. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I haven't studied it. So let's. um talk about stuff they found in America because this is where the modern I say modern but certainly 1800s they've been finding this stuff, finding these grave mounds in allegedly in, in, allegedly finding graveyards, grave mounds even like pyramid style structures that have been made into mounds over time mm-hmm. so extremely ancient human remains have been found throughout New York State and New, York, New England that date back to at least 9000 BC in a report from the Syracuse Herald American in 1983, anthropologists from the Buffalo Museum of Science, 1,400 artefacts were dug up from a site called Phoenix Hill. In County Historical Record, called A History of Limington County, New York, published in 1824, it reported that in 1811, an Indian mound on Mount Morris 
Rude metals, pipes and articles were uncovered in association with the remains of a giant so of enormous size, the jawbone of which was so large that Adam Holsander placed it mask-like over his own chin and jaw. Hmm. Well, that still doesn't give us a, a really good image of it, does it, how big it was? No. None of these do, Mike. <laughs> In 1871, a newspaper report from Cayuga, New York, reports that 200 skeletons are removed from a collapsed mound on the banks of the Grand River. These skeletons were said to be in a perfect state of preservation, and the men were of gigantic stature, some of them measuring nine feet, very few of them less than being seven. Between seven and nine feet. Okay. It's possible, is it? Yeah, well, it's possible. What's the tallest man? Eight and... Eight and a half-ish. So yeah, but then you've got to look at, think of all the biological things again. They've got to have stronger bones. They've got to have bigger hearts. Are you looking at an offshoot of humanity or something else completely? People with deformities that have, um, you know, been grown abnormally. Now, yeah, I would explain like the odd one, but not a whole tribe. Mm. Not two hundred skeletons, all between seven and nine feet. Mm. It's an inbred tribe. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> Must be. Later, the report notes that a lost city was found on a farm in Dunville, New York, in association with two tons of charcoal and various implements, indicating the site of an ancient forge. Further digging revealed axes, tomahawks, beads, and several smoking pipes, some engraved with dog's heads. Giant skeletons were also unearthed, the skulls of which are of an enormous size and all manner of shapes, some being twice the size of a normal human. Okay, now that's getting crazy. Twice the size of a normal human head. Yeah. And you've got an, a civilization there, you've got an ancient city. So then you're looking then you're looking at twelve feet then, aren't you, surely? <sighs> yeah, I guess you are. Twice the size. And that's taller than any human or human shaped some of this stands on two legs anyway. Like I said, the Gigantopolithicus was only ten feet. And that was a big ape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it like a gorilla? I guess. Yeah. So these in some museum somewhere, I'm guessing. Well, you'd think so. Yeah. But no. Right. <laughs> Not on public view, anyway. Not on public view. And there is the conspiracy theory about this is that, yes, that these... And let's call it alternative historians and alternative archaeologists. Let's, let's call them alternative. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a newspaper report, you can't always believe everything you read in the newspapers, can you? No. That's the only evidence we've got. Even in 1871, you couldn't really believe what they were saying because they wanted to sell the paper. Of course, the biggest propaganda. They couldn't believe it when the printed press. It, you know what I mean? But the point is that they just... Either the Smithsonian came along and said, all right, yeah, we'll take them and catalogue them because it challenges the norms, it challenges the evolution, doesn't it? It challenges the theory of evolution, it challenges established science they were like oh we don't like that smash 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 what yeah because it would basically be saying that this that's what the conspiracy theory is the smithsonian destroyed it because it went against the scientific grain i don't know if any scientists would destroy any evidence possibly more likely they would have shut it away and, and and left it as an anomaly and thought we'll put that to one side in case we find anything else but to actually smash it up well I don't know about that. That's what the theory says. It's a conspiracy theory from these alternative historians. The pearly queen and her court. Okay. 
The sheer mind-blowing diversity the discoveries across the state of Ohio may be the richest and most unusual in the country. Not only are the numerous finds of giants 8 to 10 feet tall, but the also related finds are equally astonishing. Amongst the most significant are the Cincinnati tablets inscribed with hieroglyphs, textiles, and that resemble those from Assyria and Babylon. Mm. A skull examined by a surgeon in Cincinnati that examines evidence of brain surgery exhibits exhibits evidence of brain surgery that shows knowledge of practical surgery scarcely excelled at the modern day. Well, I don't know about that. But I know that they were knocking out um, trepanning or the back then, back in the day, weren't they? In the BC times. Yeah, but I think if they're saying it shows knowledge of practical surgery scarcely excel at the present day, they mean more than trepanning. What you mean? It's more than just <laughs> smashing a sharp rock into someone's skull. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Good job, innit? <laughs> also, evidence of metallurgy. Yeah, forges, slag, iron, and even saws. A mound in Chillicothe, I'm just guessing that's how you say that, a metal perforated bird was found in addition to numerous carved pipes, one even depicting a duck riding on a fish. Fantastic. <laughs> Why not? At the same mound site in Chillicothe, dozens of skeletons were found wearing copper masks, while at a related site in the same area at a depth of 14 feet, a massive skeleton was found encased in copper armour. Metal 14 feet. A depth of 40 feet. Oh, this is a massive skeleton. He wasn't 14 feet. No. I was going to say, he's a daddy. The rest are 8 to 10. He's 14 in copper armour. He's the copper daddy. <laughs> Even more astonishing, in an excavation for a house in West Hickory, workers exhumed an enormous iron helmet corroded with rust. And another dig performed in 1889 in southern Ohio, a giant was found buried under the bones of panther and another with 147 bone and shell beads made from cock and perella shells in Conch. Port- Conch. Cock shells. Conch. Conch. <laughs> cock shells. Cock shells. It's in them on the local beaches, <laughs> yeah. I have. Cockle shells, thing. Cockle, not cock. Well, whatever. Mm. Imported from the Atlantic Ocean, so they're doing Ohio's in the west, isn't it? Middle Ohio. Yes, yeah, it's, it's in the middle, isn't it? Yeah, so they've been importing shells from the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Whoever these people were. Also in Newark, the magnificent skeleton of an eight-foot-tall queen, bedecked in opulent copper jewelry and pearls, was uncovered. While in Centralia, another giant was found encased in copper armor, his mouth stuffed with pearls of immense size. In addition to that, another four bodies found in Ohio, wrapped in pearl-covered robes. One mound yielded two bushels of pearls containing over 500,000 individual freshwater pearls surrounding two giants wearing copper helmets, one provided with a copper nose. And these ones aren't on show either? Nope. They're the oh. bodyguard for the eight-foot queen. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she's a bit tall, isn't she? <laughs> I'd be a bit intimidated. I like a tall woman. Oh, no. I don't like women taller than me. Oh, that never bothers me. Eight feet? Well, I mean, obviously eight feet is a bit much because I'm only fucking, you know, 5'10". But six foot five women, no one bother me. Nah, not for me. You're for short women. Don't know why, just do. Yeah. Not uh, like dwarves. <laughs> oh, well, I get what you mean by short, I know. Yeah, no, you've said it. You'd be like face height, like eye height with her titties. Yeah. Are you sure you wouldn't like that? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I could mention it. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're tall, you're worth a climb. 
In Cardersville, a team from the Smithsonian boo, boo. found a vault with the skeleton of a giant who was seven foot two inches. I still had hair, waist length, jet black hair. And surrounding this giant, the Smithsonian team found more bodies and noted in their report that the bodies had been prepared after the manner of mummies. And there were card inscriptions on the, st- on the stones. Oh, interesting. Let's do the last one on this one. The copper helmeted giants. More. Yeah. I mean, they like it, the copper, aren't they? They are. I suppose copper's quite malleable, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. There's bronze is an amalgamation of copper and tin, which makes it stronger. Copper's not that strong, but it's easy to sh- easy to shape. Yeah. If, you, if you're 12 feet or whatever. They can just bend it over your knee, to be <laughs> honest. If you're 12 feet tall. You've probably built like a brick shit house anyway. The, the copper's probably just armor just for show, really. Yeah. This makes you look shiny. <laughs> There have been a number of intriguing finds in Indiana over the years, including the discovery of eight skeletons, one clad in copper armour, buried in a perfect circle. In 1888, the Logan Greys, a military group led by A.M. Jones, were conducting military exercises on a small island on Eagle Lake near Warsaw, Indiana. Under a flat stone, they discovered a hole that led to the entrance to a secret cave that was 25 feet long, 15 feet wide and 8 feet deep. Inside was the skeleton of a six-foot-nine giant buried next to a stream that led to what was called a sacred pool. Six-foot-nine? He's not in the calibre of these lot, is he? No, but he's still a pretty tall guy for probably 1888. Yeah. Mm. That's where they found him. God knows where he was from. Probably 30 years. I mean, someone's dug a cave for him. Must have been someone fairly important. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't a fully grown giant. Maybe he was only a baby giant. Fucking hell! <laughs> you know he was. He didn't get he's to his full age. He's a teenage giant. Uh, in eighteen eighty nine, near Kiwana, standing stones were found on a mound, and underneath another giant was unearthed. While in Whitlock, Indiana, another giant was found in association with a group buried in a seating position. I was freaks me out when they bury bodies sitting up. They come into some tomb. You're like, oh fuck. There's one sat on a throne, the crown's still on. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to a tomb in real life. Just, you know, on computer games, he's like, what the fuck's that about? It's a scare factor. It is, it's also pretty metal. And the last one from this video, History of Jennings County, Indiana, published in 1885. It was reported that in 1881, a nine-foot-tall skeleton was unearthed in a local mound, along with the body of a blonde-haired child. And finally, in 1912, an enormous jaw was dug up that had double rows of teeth. Ooh. What? Uh, a unique characteristic of some giants discovered in other parts of the country as well. The double teeth thing is not unusual, apparently, with these skulls. Uh, two rows of teeth. But metabolically... It's not unusual. It's not unusual it? that these things have been found. It's, yeah, I'm saying it is quite unusual, it, isn't it? Yeah. I thought you were going to break into Tom Jones for a second. Or you it's, not it's not unusual. It's not unusual. To have two sets of teeth. <laughs> Actually, it's very metabolically bad. <laughs> yeah, the amount of energy and calcium your body would need to grow two sets of teeth mm. if you were a human would be phenomenal. It well, certainly would stunt your growth. We do have two sets of teeth, it just comes... Yeah, you know. you're pushing two sets of full teeth through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else from this? Nah, we're good. That was Graham Hancock, that was. That was from the Graham Hancock website. And the Americans, they found all these ancient mounds. 
and they found this stuff, yeah. but none of it ever seems to make it into mainstream science. And history museums or anything? Yeah, or if it is, it's locked away because it challenges the status quo. I also read one conspiracy, another conspiracy theory about this, that dinosaur bones aren't in fact dinosaur bones. They are the bones of giants that have been assembled in a different way to make it look as if dinosaurs are real when dinosaurs aren't really real. Right. Some more giant skeletons? Yeah. Right, Abraham Lincoln in 1948 did say this. Uh, <laughs> did he? In, uh, <laughs> what is it? 1848. <laughs> <laughs> they got that wrong. Yeah. 1848. Hey. <laughs> 1848 stated in a verse the bones of dead giants were buried deep under the soil in parts of America. And yes, he did say that, but it's thought he was being metaphorical. All oh, right. Oh, uh, the country was a sleeping giant, hmm. kind of thing. Nevada. A huge size skeletons between eight and a half and ten feet respectively, wrapped in fabric found in June of nineteen thirty one. These photos are photoshopped though, aren't they? Yeah. I would imagine so. I mean that giant's head is bigger than the guy. It's yeah, bigger than a full grown man there. Digging it out, I mean, fuck me. That's like thirty feet. Yeah, if he's I mean that that head has got to be at least what? Let's say six foot long. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got to be fake. How big was his dong? <laughs> an interesting story told by an Indian to a guy called William Cody while Cody was camping on the southern plateau. The Indian carried a huge bone in hand which looked like the, the thigh bone of humans but much larger in size. When asked, he said it belonged to the giants who were once native to that place, were three times larger than a man and could outrun and also carry a buffalo. Yeah, that's just anecdotal evidence, isn't it? Yeah. It's all anecdotal evidence, Mike. (laughs) Do you want that next one? In a museum in Lima, Peru, in the year 1969, giant bones were found and photographed by Glenn Kimball. As described by Kimball, the gloves of the mummies had fingers of 10 inches and the crown of the mummies could be worn around Kimball's waist. Well, first, let's face it, if I was a crown and it can fit around my waist... Then I'm not reporting that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one will believe me about the giants, but I just put this crown in my mm. briefcase that's made of gold. Just say it's a hula, very expensive hula hoop. Exactly. Eight, ten inch fingers. Yeah. Quite a span. Finger looking good. <laughs> <laughs> so, near Franklin, a farm of Eden Burrows, in the year 1841, some human skeleton skeleton were uncovered from a mound by removing soil up to two feet the bones were of many sizes and and among them unusually large sized human skeletons were found which had only legs of six feet legs were six feet long yeah well i guess that's pretty big i'd say so yeah his legs are taller than me again you're looking at 12 feet again yeah interesting yeah. An old legend in 5th and 1520 comes from a, a guy called Antonio Pigafetta, who was a voyager and writer. Their, their crew saw two Nephilim giants during a voyage, and the giants laughed, sung, played, danced, and jumped on the sea beach and scattered around, sand around, and on their heads while people were playing, and they were naked. Fucking hell. Uh, any average sized human would only reach their waist. Ooh. And they were reported to eat raw meat and sweet root. 
only bless and they lived in huts big huts presumably yeah well the, the skeletons I can kind of get on board with but naked giants play on the beach no 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 are you no. saying that Voyager and writer Antonio Pigafetta writing in 1520 from the from his ship doesn't know what he's talking about yeah I think they've had a bit of ergot haven't they oh they could have had some ergot you're right yeah <laughs> some yeah. moldy bread and they're seeing naked giants play on the beach. Yeah, you might be right with that one, actually. Yeah, you you, you, you might have something to that. Because it was like, here's all the food we've got, let's ration it out, and then we'll be on to the urine-drinking phase of the sh- of the j- journey, won't we? Because we'll run out yeah. of water. Okay, next up, from the Louisville Courier Journal, Columbia, in January the 30th, 1876, reports two skeletons were found in Kentucky of lengths... 8 feet 7.5 inches, 8.5 feet and 8 feet 4.75 inches that were found from a small room of solid rock which was 5 by 10 feet only. Ooh. How well, did they cram, if they were that tall, how did they cram into a room that big? Double them over. Yeah. <laughs> or they weren't intact, they were just thrown in. Oh, yeah, could be. Chopped up and thrown in, yeah. left to rot. Yeah. Kill them giants, turn on them, mutiny. Got the last one, Claire. Okay. In August 1880, skeleton giants were found, eight foot in length, woman's bones, and a three and a half foot child's bones were found. And in another grave, there was a nine foot man and another eight foot woman skeleton was found. Where's that? Doesn't say, does it actually? No. no. You can probably just get on that one. Mm. Um, let's do the last one in America, which is the Fort Lowndon one, and then we'll finish on the Glastonbury Giant. Okay. 1756, and Colonel George Washington is the commander of His Majesty's Virginia Militia. He's not an American yet. Revolution hasn't happened yet. No. In 1754, a series of incompetent decisions that he made on the journey back from delivering a diplomatic message to a French fort had triggered the French and Indian War in North America and the Seven yeah. Years' War in Europe. <laughs> Let's scroll down. Basically, this tale is that George Washington needs to build a fort. Yeah. Right? It's in Winchester. It's that's Virginia. He doesn't get giants to help him, does he? No. Fuck for that. Pretty big that the Virginia's General Assembly has given him a thousand British pounds to build it, so he's going all out on it. And as soon as excavation was uh, begun on Fort Loudon's, well, see, it's pronounced London, but it's Loudon's buildings. What appeared to be a Native American cemetery was discovered. The burials were accompanied by artifacts that the English interpreted as being made by Indians. Washington reported to officials in Williamsburg that all the adult skeletons were much taller than those of the Europeans or the Indians in Virginia. Several were measured to be at least seven foot tall when a typical European male was five to six foot at the time. There is no known record as to what became of the skeletons and artefacts in the cemetery. The average was five foot six inches. Oh, five foot six inches, sorry. Yeah. And these are all seven foot tall. But, you know, someone like Washington yeah. finding these things, and obviously they've all, it's all, this has all got to be documented because mm. you're doing a survey for the ground so you can build this fort, aren't you? Yeah, yeah it might not be true, though. It may not be. It is only, um, I guess... Historians have generally scoffed at the story. Well, I, you mean that he didn't meet aliens in the woods either, like I saw on Ancient Aliens? Oh, man. All right, then, the last one, and my personal favourite, 
is the Glastonbury Giant. When researching the reality of giants in the past, one story which has survived the ages is the apparent discovery of the Glastonbury Giant, which was allegedly unearthed in 1190 on orders of King Henry II, following rumours that the legendary King Arthur was in fact buried at the specific location. Mm -hmm. Here, between two ancient pyramid-shaped pillars at Glastonbury in Somerset, England, workers dug down to a depth of seven feet, where they found a leaden cross with the inscription, and I'll read the English inscription because I don't know Latin. <laughs> so it's, it's, I'll do it, it's fun. Hic jacket septulus inclitus rex artorius in insula avalone. Uh, this translates as here lies buried the renowned King Arthur in the Isle of Avalon. Okay. Big if true. Mm. This alleged discovery inspired the excavators to dig even further in the hope of finding solid proof of the legend's existence. And at 16 feet deep, they finally struck a large coffin hollowed out from the trunk of an old oak tree. Inside, they discovered the skeletal remains of a man who once measured close to nine feet tall, laid next to the skeleton of an average-sized woman assumed at that time to be Arthur's queen, Guinevere. Interesting. Mm. Right, so scroll down a bit more. Obviously, Glastonbury does have a massive uh, thing with Arthur. The island, the Glastonbury Tor, is meant to be one of the places where Uther Pandragon and thereby Arthur had been. So it's interesting that it all ties in, and they found these massive skeletons there. Yeah. How tall were they again? Nine feet with an ah, oh, the, the male one was nine feet, and the woman was average sized. So five foot three to five foot. Yeah. It's interesting, though, with this tale, is that no one disputes that <laughs> they found a giant skeleton. What people dispute is that it's Arthur. Yeah. But is there a giant skeleton, then? Well, that remains to be seen. The skeleton is now missing, of course, but this... Oh, for fuck's sake. When was it found? Oh, 13-something. It's going to be missing, isn't it? Yeah. So it could be bollocks then, couldn't it? It could be, but the cross has been documented to have existed. Didn't they um, dig up a, um, an old king under some... Uh... Leicester Carpark. Leicester Carpark. Richard III, Richard right? Richard III or something. What's he doing over there? When they caught him, I'm pretty sure that they pretty much uh, killed him, gave him a commoner's sort of burial. I think they displayed his body. What year was this? Richard III? Yeah. Oh, God, 14-something. Uh. Because my ancestor owned Leicestershire, didn't he? <laughs> he may have owned <laughs> part of Leicestershire. The whole of Leicestershire? Well, he was he... given it as a reward by William of Orange? Yeah, maybe. It was a martyr. No, it, was it wasn't William, William of Orange, it was William the Conqueror. You... I thought it was the same guy. No. Nah. Who's William of Orange then? He was married to Queen Anne. He was, ah, right. Now it comes around 1700. Then. He was also known as William the Bastard. Yeah, William the Conqueror, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, allegedly. And a general called Martin, who's my second name, mm -hmm. he was given the county of Leicestershire. Maybe. I knew I'd come from better stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, clearly he blew the money, or someone in down the line yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. It's quite fun. That's what I've got on Giants. What do you guys think about Giants? Strange, isn't it? I really like what Graham Hancock has to say about it. Yeah, but he's going to say that to sell books. Yeah, but he's an interesting bloke. I'm not saying I 100% believe him, but... I'm definitely up to 10 feet, I think it's possible. Mm 
because there's proof that there was an ape that was 10 feet tall. So we know that physiologically that could probably just about be the limit, I think. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking 12 feet, anything higher than that, I think it's a bit impossible. So the land of the giants, let's just put this out there. <laughs> absolutely, you know, not impo- not possible. No, there could have been a offshoot. We found them hobbits recently, didn't we? Them small people hmm. on that island. Oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Not long ago. And they were half the size. I can kind of believe it's possible. Uh, but when you got to look at it in the land of the giants type scenario, is that they're like a different species altogether, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Because for them, being like massive, they, oh, I said earlier, the bone structure's got to be thicker. They've got to have a bigger heart. They've got to have tougher arteries and veins to pump the blood around. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to be moving anywhere. Yeah. It could have been our cousins like the Neanderthals and... We wiped them out. Yeah. There's more of us. That's it. I think um, a lot of these giant skeletons that they've uh, dug up are just anomalies. That, you know, or deformities or growth spurts that, you know... Well, yeah, maybe not that whole tribe. 200 that. skeletons that were between 7 and 9 feet, was it? Unless they've all got pituitary gram problems <laughs> like Andre the Giant and the Big Show. That is quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah. But then again, is it true? We haven't got the evidence for it, just a newspaper article. That's it. And we all know that the mainstream media lies, and it always has. I don't know. I I'm, I can go with some of it. I think that they've dug stuff out the ground and they're not sure of what it is. And they might have either gone, well, you know what, that just doesn't fit in anywhere. It's got to be a, It's got to be something, and then they destroyed it. Or they just put it in a back room for and left and forgot about it. You know, I could go with that. Whether or not they're finding 200 at a time and all that and clad in pearls and copper armour, that I'm not so sure about. If, if there was 200, there'd be one that survived, surely, you know, because if they're... Not that I buried. What do you mean, one that survived? Well, if people, people have dug up 200 yeah. skeletons, yeah, and they were giants in comparison to them now... You wouldn't you you try and preserve them, wouldn't you? Yeah, they get shipped off to universities, wouldn't they, or the Smithsonian or whatever. Yeah, two hundred of them. That's, you know, or they that's just, just be... one dig. It was saying so. Oh, the they they the, you lose the size over generations because if they do breed, they breed with human women, and the height goes down over successive generations. So maybe that's why we get the odd sort of you know you see like a six foot seven, seven foot tall, eight foot. Eight foot is like a bit of giant DNA kicking around in Could there. Be, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. We know that we've got Neanderthal DNA in us. Yeah. About three percent. I can believe it's more than that in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> Since all them fuckers walking around. So yeah, I'm on the fence, but I mean, I'm definitely. I think it's possible. I don't go for the the offspring of um, angels and all that. No. I, I can go with a bit of ancient aliens, I guess. You know, maybe they were... Um, maybe. They have alien DNA spliced in or something like that. or Because yeah, I, I think that Zeus and that were aliens. I just think they were like... All like, like humans, but I think they were they were aliens. And Zeus loved to bang human girls, so... Yeah. I just think if, if, if um, the oxygen has gone... Like, you know, saturation has gone down, down over time. It, you know, that makes sense that we'd get... Shorter as a species, yeah. doesn't it? 
Yeah, basically. One off sheep was got taller and they died out. Or we hunted them to extinction. Well, either way, they died out, yeah. Like Ben said, now and again, we got these really tall people that are eight feet tall. And, Bit of a throwback. Uh, yeah. You know, it might only be like 0.0001% of the human genome, and that's why it takes like, that's why it's so rare. Mm-hmm. But then again, a lot of basketball players are pushing seven foot, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over seven feet. Yeah. It's quite a few. But I guess that just means constant exercise to make your muscles stronger to carry that big skeleton around. Get on the rack. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I hate basketball. I'm not stretching myself for that. Yeah. I, are we good? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's end the show then. So thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the favour aid and don't join a cult. And also, but do follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud and Facebook, which is Cuntable in the PTA. And on YouTube, subscribe, please, and watch or listen. That's uh, Apocalypse Ball. Yep. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Keep open mind, but not so open that it dribbles out your ears. You're not Jenna training yet. No. <laughs> <laughs>